What does a Japanese shogun, a bleeding tree, and ceramics have to do with the broken things in our lives? A what? And a what? And a what? A Japanese shogun, a bleeding tree, and ceramics. No idea. Okay, keep listening and you'll find out. This is the You Do You podcast, where we talk about healing, growing, and thriving so that you can be free to do you. Welcome to the You Do You podcast. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Lucas. And today we're going to talk about the ancient art of Kintsugi. Oh, wow. Tell me about it. Okay. Before we go into what Kintsugi is and what it's about, I want to tell you a story. The story goes like this. There was a shogun in Japan, and this was in the 15th century, and a shogun is the equivalent of a general. So back in that era, the generals ruled the land. And this shogun would engage in war. He had really weighty matters to deal with, and he would come home at the end of the day. And if you can imagine, he gets his precious tea bowl out and he prepares himself this cup of tea. And it wasn't just, you know, how we just come, we, we get our hot drinks, our tea, coffee, and we sit down. Mm-hmm. But there's like this beautiful ceremony attached to it. So as he prepares his tea bowl, he's consciously just allowing the cares of the day to drop away and he gets his tea and he sits down and he's connecting with this sense of peace, right? So um, so this is something really sacred and special to him. And then one day he comes home and he's preparing his tea and as he's preparing it, he accidentally drops this beautiful ceramic tea bowl and it and it smashes and he's really devastated over it he can't believe that he's dropped this bowl and all of a sudden he realizes how precious it was to him and so he picks up the pieces and he can't bring himself to throw it out and he decides um i am going to search out someone who can repair this. So he spares no expense in reaching out and trying to find people who can repair this bowl. So he sends it off to these people in China. And he's uh, really hopeful that he's going to get this bowl back without any cracks. The bowl is going to look as good as new as what it was. So he waits around and finally he gets his bowl back and he opens up the packaging and takes out the bowl And he's crestfallen, he's heartbroken because the bowl is, you know, you can see the cracks, you can see it's it's not what it used to be and he's really devastated. And uh, again, he's so deeply attached to this bowl that he cannot get rid of it. So he's kind of almost given up hope, but then he decides to just send it to the local craftsman just to see, you know, maybe he might be able to do something with it. So the local craftsman gets this bowl and he understands that this is something really precious and really special to the shogun. And he's thinking, okay, what can I do? So he's thinking, I can't make it look like it was before, but what can I do? So then he he goes and he gets this sap from a native tree 
which acts like a resin, like a glue, and he starts to piece together this beautiful ceramic bowl. And so he puts it together, and it's a long process, right, because it takes time, maybe months to dry. And once it's dried, he looks at it and he thinks, it's missing something else. And so he gets this gold powder and he adds it to um, to the to the to the sap to the resin, and so the end result is this bowl, and all and you look at the bowl, and all the cracks are filled with this gold, and it's got this strange beauty about it. And he looks at it, and he thinks, "I'm going to take it to the shogun," and he's really hoping that he'll you know he'll he'll like it. So he takes it personally to the shogun. And the shogun gets the package and he opens it up and he looks at it. And at first it's like he can see, still see the cracks, but the cracks are filled with gold. And there's this beautiful, there are these beautiful gold veins all through the bowl. And so he realises that now this, this is something really, something really beautiful. Originally, he wanted the cracks hidden. He wanted something that just looked like it did before. But the cracks are there. And this time, um, there's this strange beauty and meaning to the bowl. Wow. So now he's got his bowl back and he's thrilled. And he realises, wow, you know, it doesn't look anything like what it used to. In fact, it looks even more beautiful now. And there's this story attached to the broken pieces. Oh, that's a beautiful story. I love it, Cheryl. So what's what's that? What's the art called? It's the ancient art of kintsugi. Right. So it's the art of putting the broken together. The broken pieces of ceramics, typically ceramics right. together. Yeah. So that it, it's more beautiful than the original piece that was broken. That's right. That's right. Mm. So rather than discarding something that's broken, you you take it and you repair it in a way that um, that restores it not just to its former beauty, but something even more beautiful and because of the process that it's gone through. Yeah, right. And and it's a process that instead of hiding the cracks and and what was broken, it almost accentuates yeah the accentuates the cracks. It, yeah. Right. Like it, it kind of makes makes uh points it out mm, <laughs> this yeah. is where where things were broken yeah yeah wow yeah uh, yeah that's that's a really cool story mm, um yeah. you know that that's that's i guess what we wanted to talk about today because in our lives we come across uh brokenness and mm. we we find that things in our lives often break mm. uh, our hearts can be broken mm. dreams can be broken mm. hopes can be broken. Yeah. And often our response is like the Shogun, that we want to get, when one of those things are broken, we want to get back the original thing that, that was broken. Mm, mm. Right? Yeah. Or we can also, um, we want to, we want to, yeah, we want to hide it. Right. So that you can't see it. Right. And I was thinking when I yeah when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today and I and I was looking at this ancient art and I thought what a beautiful parallel to our lives because um, we want to cover over 
the mistakes mm. and there's either shame or fear associated with it. Um, and there, there's always that feeling of wanting, uh, wanting to appear perfect, wanting to mm. appear as though we have it all together. Yeah. This hasn't been broken. You know, yes. This vessel hasn't been broken. This, this vessel, <laughs> vessel is how you're seeing it. You know, it's just something um, intact, mm. right? But the truth is when we break, we're not intact. Mm. And whether it's broken dreams, whether it's a broken heart, whatever it is that has been broken in our lives. That's really good, Cheryl, mm. because it's, it's like we see and we esteem what is broken as mm. less valuable, mm. as, mm. as uh, almost like useless. Mm. We want to throw it away yeah. or we want to, we're embarrassed yeah. by it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, today with Instagram and everybody wants to, to put out the image that, oh, everything is rosy and wonderful and uh, we've got it all together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. And all the filters make you look so perfect, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's the total opposite of yeah. Kintsugi, really. It hides the cracks on our faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It hides all the cracks. So, so tell, tell me a little bit more about the process, like what's involved with, with this process. Right. So, so, the, pro, so um, the story goes that the process is um, in order to extract the sap from this native tree in Japan, they obviously have to cut the tree and the tree uh, literally bleeds this sap, yeah. right? And so um, apparently to get a cup of this sap then ends the life of the tree. For so one cup? For one cup of sap. So that's, that's wow, what the so story goes. Wow, so it's like goes. a high cost. Like, um, it's a high cost. The cost is the life of the tree. So, mm -hmm. um, so the tree gives its lifeblood, literally, mm. right? And so they extract the sap and then they use the sap as uh, a glue, like a glue, mm. to put these pieces together. And then from there, typically, they would use um, gold dust to overlay and it infuses with the sap and then it creates this beautiful uh, final appearance of yeah. the gold veins through through the pottery um and and they use other metals as well but gold dust is the traditional right. uh yeah the traditional metal that they use and you said so, you said to me before that it's like it's like literally it's bleeding because even the color of the sap yeah yeah and it's amazing because the color of the sap like if you if you look at uh videos of the how they extract it 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 looks like it's like this deep shade of red like what blood is like right. and so yeah it's just a, a really a really beautiful um analogy of you know what occurs through the brokenness mm. right through the brokenness it's like um there's like a bleeding that that mm. occurs mm. and um yeah yeah it's it's like in this process it's like the the life of the old mm has got to die mm. and we and we extract mm. the essence mm. of of that old dream hope that that is is died mm. and we extract that to to accentuate and to and to put ourselves 
back together mm. into a new version mm. that's not hiding and pretending mm. like mm. we've got it all together mm. but that that glue mm. with with the gold mm. that the the valuing mm. of the cracks mm. becomes something like more beautiful yeah yeah and and using the gold to repair the those broken pieces actually enhances the whole appearance mm -hmm. and and as it um as it enhances the cracks and repairs um it becomes like a beautiful part of the story of that particular piece's history right right there's like this isn't just a mass-produced item mm -hmm. this is a, an item that mm -hmm. has got a life and a history to it yeah yeah right. yeah and rather than hiding the flaws they're treated as something actually really special. Yeah, right. Something that has value. And and it's unique mm. now mm. Mm. because no break is going to be the same. That's right. That's right. So rather than, than um, reject it, it's seen as something desirable. Mm. And just like the Shogun, he could have rejected that piece of pottery and gone, right, that's, it's now broken, it's useless. But rather than rejecting it, seeing it as uh, as something that is actually really special and and desirable, and you know how are we looking at our own human faults and cracks, mm -hmm. right? How do we look at them? Mm -hmm. And it's so important to yeah, just on that journey, especially of self acceptance, mm -hmm. really being able to value the uh, the broken pieces of our lives instead of and despising instead them. of despising them or, or instead of being ashamed of them um, instead of being fearful of being exposed instead of trying to hide them owning the power of restoration mm, that's really good that's really good why, why don't we talk about the the process mm -hmm. of of coming together and, and I was thinking about this idea of healing and, and um, bringing broken things mm. and three main uh, words or phrases came came to mind the, the first one is acceptance or acknowledgement and this is the idea that when something is broken it's it's really critical to to accept that it's broken right. to not try to to ignore it or to pretend that oh every, everything's fine and 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 ignore the, the brokenness right there's there's like an acceptance and an acknowledgement that this is broken yeah yeah um and i guess that when we do that when we when we do that it frees us uh, it frees us from the fear and the shame as mm. well because once you acknowledge that something is broken you can then you can then move on to the next step of healing mm. which is like the the sap right that is being used to put the the cracks back together yes and so acknowledging the the brokenness paves the way to to the reality of moving forward in a way where you've accepted that yeah right and in accepting that you accept yourself at a deeper level and you accept your story also at a deeper level mm. i think that's that's great because the the sap for me is like receiving grace 
which mm. is that the second thought that I had when when thinking about putting broken things together. And that idea of receiving grace is the the acceptance of something precious, mm. uh, even even if we don't deserve it, right? That it's a gift that we we haven't earned, and and to receive that healing. And when when we're dealing with our own brokenness, being if we're feeling ashamed, we're feeling devalued. Um, we're feeling uh, condemned. Mm. Yeah, it's really easy to to reject the the healing that we need, the answers, the the free gift. It's like it's our fault that there's something, or we've done something wrong, and we can beat ourselves up over it. Mm-hmm. Um, when we need to acknowledge that something is broken, but then we need to to be able to receive a free gift of of healing and and that is the opening of of ourselves to be able to receive right yeah the healing yeah yeah and for me the third thing that came to me when i was thinking about this was the pursuit of peace so after accepting and acknowledging the brokenness and receiving grace for ourselves so we we stop beating ourselves up the the next thing is to pursue peace and and peace peace is a is a funny uh, concept for people to to think about often people think of that peace is um to sit quietly and to to meditate but peace is actually a state of relationship right countries are either at war or they're at peace Right, so it's a it's a it's a statement, a description of a relationship, and two parties can be at peace, but we need to be at peace internally. We need to be at peace with ourselves. Those two parties, and that that is a a challenging concept because very often people are at war with themselves, or they are condemning themselves. So they are judging themselves for their brokenness. They're judging themselves for the mistakes that, that they've made. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and pursuing peace is about ending that condemnation yeah. and ending that war and attack to ourselves. Yeah, right? and making, making peace with yourself. And I was thinking about um, the conscious and our subconscious minds and how when we're not, uh, we, we may be acknowledging on the outside, we may make peace, but then on the inside, we haven't. And there hasn't been that, that acceptance. And so that tension, it robs us of that peace. Yeah. So really, at, at that deeper level, connecting with our story, connecting with that brokenness, creates that deep sense of peace mm, within mm. us. I'd love to talk a little bit more about peace, if that's okay with you, Cheryl. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about what does being at peace with oneself look like, right? And I think it's easy, especially at the moment, to think about when two countries are at peace, uh, what does that look like? And it's no attacks, no aggressions acts of aggressions words of aggression 
and it's the allowing the the other to be to to have the right to exist and that's that's also what it means for us to to be at peace with ourselves no no attacking ourselves to be at peace with yourself means that you're not attacking yourself when you look in the mirror you identify and you celebrate what is positive about yourself right uh, you're not doing these acts of aggression words of aggression towards yourself those words of condemnation yeah. that, that we speak to ourselves yeah right um and it's about by being at peace it's like you sign a peace treaty yeah with yourself uh, to say we are going to to end these words of, of aggression and when you think of the opposite what what does living in a state of war when people are at war with themselves it's a state of being agitated you're provoked and you're easily provoked by by circumstances because internally you're already uh, you know you've, the arms are up and so because you're at conflict with yourself and you're you're in a state of readiness anything from other people uh, provokes us and and makes us re react yeah. strongly because we're we're in a state of war already internally with ourselves and so then it feels anything else that's said to us it feels like oh there's another attack coming from from that that end um, and so that sense of being provoked agitated being restless yeah so think of countries at war when there's bombs going people are not at rest they're not at peace. Um, because there's all this turmoil, there's all this self-trauma that's happening. So all of those things being on the defence, think about people being defensive in, in their relationships, all of those things are signposts, they're, they're notifications to yourself and to the world that you, are, you have an internal conflict. Right. Right. So that is what lets you realize hold on i'm at war with myself if if being agitated etc is happening in your life those are your your warning signs your signs that that you're at conflict within yourself and so it's time to seek and pursue peace yeah it's time to bring out the white flag yeah right the dove of peace right inside us yes with ourselves yeah um and People often are pursuing happiness, they're chasing happiness when we need to actually be pursuing peace. Because happiness, when you're in turmoil, you want to be happy, you're, you're feeling miserable, but you want to be happy. And so often people will pursue drugs or casual relationships or escape from whatever circumstance because they're pursuing happiness, they want to be happy. But the shift needs to be that instead of pursuing happiness, we need to pursue peace and understand where are the aggressions to myself? Where am I condemning myself so that I can pursue peace and come to a place of peace? And once you pursue peace, happiness will pursue you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and that, that's actually the right pattern. We, we don't want to pursue happiness. We want happiness to pursue us. Uh, and we get there by pursuing peace. Yeah, I think that's that's really beautiful. And I think that is the way to heal the brokenness mm. within us. Mm. 
Yeah, I think I think so. For me, the 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 last piece is what does peace actually then allow you to to have and to do, and once you have peace, you're actually able to see circumstances properly. You 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 don't have this filter of mm, of mm. conflict and anxiety and right. tension. Yeah, it yeah. allows you to see. Yeah. Issues as they as they really are. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's so true. And for me, there's one more thing about peace that's that's really important, and that's once you have peace, what what does that bring into your life? And obviously, it's it's a lot nicer to be at peace than to be at conflict. But peace allows you to actually see your life a lot more clearly. It allows you to to see circumstances without this this filter of anxiety that then taints your ability to make sense of of what's happening in your life. Right. So peace allows you to to make sense of of what's happening in your life um, infinitely more. Yeah. And I think that that's a really important part of why pursuing peace is so important. It brings clarity. Mm. to otherwise a clouded, um, mixed-up view on things. And I think it's always difficult to move forward when, you, when, when you're in that place. Yeah. Think about, think about when people are at conflict uh, and, and they're at a, at a point of crisis, how often that crisis leads to another bad decision that makes things worse. By pursuing peace... Even through crisis, you are able to see clearly and make better decisions for yourself that don't extend or deepen the, the crisis. So I think I think that is is really important. And I think to to bring it back to what what, what was that art called? Kintsugi. Kintsugi. So yeah. so in the same way that there was a process for bringing broken pieces together, I think that that is. A, a process for our lives to acknowledge, first of all, acknowledge that things might be broken or that there is something broken in our lives and not to run away from that, but just to be able to see it. Then there is the receiving grace for it, to know that even though it is broken, that actually it can be different and that it can be healed. Not only that, it's something even more powerful because it paves the way for the birth of something new. Beautiful, yeah. And I think through that, the final thing is to pursue peace, to not try to escape by chasing happiness, but to actually pursue peace in those moments so that you can see clearly and move forward in, in, a, in a new way. Yeah, and ultimately I think that restoration of our souls, that, that deeper part of us, that actually then it symbolizes new strength and beauty that comes from that fragility and brokenness. Yeah, I think we've seen that in, you know, often when you meet really beautiful people, uh, I'm not talking about beautiful in, in looks, but like a beautiful, beautiful soul, a beautiful soul, very often they've gone through a, a real brokenness, right? That's so true. Yeah, it's so true. And when you think of the different people that inspire us, 
they are often people, like you said, that have been through, uh, they've been through suffering. They've, they've seen a lot. They've mm. been through brokenness. You think of people like, I don't know, like Mother Teresa um, or Gandhi mm. or um, there's, there's many people, yes. right, that, that have gone through uh, tremendous things in life and, and even all the unsung heroes, mm. the, the everyday people that, that you meet who have gone through something uh, significant or, or multiple things and there is this beauty that shines through and it's like the gold. Mm. What, what we're seeing or what we're perceiving from them is the gold that has come through Mm. the suffering the brokenness and uh and and that they own it yes they own this story it's like they've allowed the brokenness to become something beautiful in their lives instead of it becoming a bitterness or a, a hardship a hardness in, yeah. in their in their heart yeah it's allowed gold to to come into into their heart mm. it's brought light into the cracks. Actually, there's a beautiful song um, by Leonard Cohen and, uh, and the chorus goes like this. So ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Oh, that's really nice, Cheryl. So let's own our stories. Let's make peace with our human faults the cracks in our lives, the brokenness, and rather trying to hide them and cover them up, let's own the power of restoration. I love it. I think that's it, Cheryl. I think so too. Okay. Well, remember, subscribe and follow us on Instagram on awakening underscore purpose. And if you enjoyed listening to us, go and give us the rating as well. Looking forward to catching up again soon. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, we loved having your company. Remember to subscribe and let's catch up again next week.